0: Welcome to Disjointed. Our podcast mission is to bring a voice to the problems facing decision making in the built environment. Today, communication and processes are disjointed in the world of design and construction. Work happens across tools, teams, and timelines, making it hard to keep everyone connected. It's a constant challenge to reduce friction and meet project expectations. We believe there's a better way. I'm your host Jeff Sample, and welcome to another episode. I'm joined by Marav Orvin. Marav, say hello. Hey, Jeff. How it are is, you? I'm great. It is so great to have you on, Marav. I, it, it, I've always loved interviewing you. We've had a, I've been able to interview you a few times, talk to you a few times over the years, but introduce yourself to the listeners at home so they uh, they know who you are.
1: Sure. Uh, I'll give it a short version. I'm happy to uh, make it longer later on. But hey, Marav Oren, CEO and proud co-founder of Verstral. And in most cases, I'll let you take your pick between uh, the black sheep of my own family or just a serial parent disappointer. They both work quite well. <laughs> but uh, given the fact that my dad was a general contractor and my brother is a project manager, uh, my going to Intel really didn't go down that well. Um, but kidding aside and disappointing mothers, um, I did actually end up leaving kind of like the the golden cage uh, because of a, a fatal accident on my brother's uh, job site a couple of years ago, and that um, discussion around our dinner table, our Friday dinner table, was pretty much the the birth of uh, the notion. And and funny that you call this uh, disjointed, but uh, the notion that construction is indeed a manufacturing process, and uh, we need better ways to control this fragmented and very much non-structured manufacturing process, so we can actually get together and and understand you know the task at hand and get things done you know as the team so happy to be here
0: uh it's great because i've been fascinated at the opportunity to offer people what it, what it means what disjointed means to them and and when we were we were going through the the great reveal, as we've been calling it here at the show, is as I'm I'm revealing this to to first time guests and letting them give us their feedback. You did have a different view, so talk a little bit about you know that origin story and what you what you what you hear when you hear disjointed.
1: Sure. So, f- where it comes to the origin story, then yeah, pretty much that night and through that understanding, um, I think my contribution ended up being whatever it is that we're creating here, it better be non-intrusive. Later on I changed that to be naturally fitting the workflow. Um, And what Versatile does in in a nutshell is um, enabling that seamless non-intrusive data flow out of a job site we are using as our first product is CraneView. We're using the hook of the crane to do that uh, with a multi-sensor approach. But the end game is really that control over fragmentation. So our fragmented manufacturing process. And when I hear this jointed, that kind of comes like, I've always said that if we could come from the top, empower the people to to fix and, and overcome the fragmentation, then we have changed the way we build for the better. Because that, everyone minding their own business, but at the end of the day, we're actually all here to do the exact same project is where that disjoining begins, right? This is where fragmentation, as I always called it, uh, begins. If we could see the bigger picture, if we could actually fix that at all levels, I think versatile fixes it in in the field. There are many, many other places where um, the same approach is needed. Then you're looking at a much, much better future. And in that process, by the way, you, you do actually bring people together I've seen you know some of the usages for our like craneview uh, solution for example being used to actually have empowering incredible conversations between different teams that now have the ability to see the same exact process and, and shed light on events in ways that eliminates the you know the friction, if you like, the, the 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 fragmentation, and allows them to actually build together. So, I'm excited for um, what your what you have in store and and what your approach is going to be about it.
0: Well, I I really like that because that's what kept coming up as we started to do the research into what what we were going to be and what we should talk about and what I was interested in is that this fragmentation starts at all levels. It starts internally at companies. And, you know, this, this show's powered by join here, but we realize we can't solve all of those. You know, there's no one ring to rule them all in this industry. And, but it's about all of us trying to create a North star. And, and the first thing in any process of repair is like you said, realizing we're fragmented, realizing we're disjointed and not Putting a negative connotation on our differences. Our differences are our power, right? A, a great trade contractor, a great mechanical contractor has a very different view of the world than a great electrical contractor. But ultimately, a great general contractor knows how to utilize both of those and can and can join them together, and that's and that's the future. So you know, you've talked a little bit about it in, you know, construction especially on the job site, but in your experience especially as you've gone through this, where else in that what we call the built environment? So as you spread out further and you you bring all those stakeholders in, owners, architects, engineers, all the all the AECO that's probably going to continue to grow. Where do you see it or you know, where do you see it having an impact?
1: Sure. Can can I throw in one other? Oh uh, insu- yeah, insurers um, across across the board, just as just as blind and and many times fragmented in in understanding risk and mitigating risk. So just throwing it out there. But um, hey, it, it, there's so many levels. I think our industry could uh, literally use as many. I, I will put emphasis on, on non-intrusive or seamlessly fitting the, the, the workflow tools with with the one word of caution. It's like, don't get in people's ways, right? Like technology is not meant, and I'll, I'll take the technology angle for sure, but like technology is not meant to get in people's ways. It's supposed to empower and, and as I said, shed light on things that maybe you couldn't see without that specific uh, tool or help. But then done right, it creates that, source of truth that ability to cross across all the the value chain and the and the different stakeholders that you just uh, um, articulated and allow everyone to look at a relatively similar picture i don't think it can over, ever be the same exact picture because you do have different you know levels and different interests so to your point the the different professional trades will will always have a slightly different interest right like so but if you take the same view and you just slice and dice it, uh, you might just get a better result. And I've said it before, it starts and, and I believe we're, we're part of it. So first of all, it's part of it. It starts with creating measurements, for example, and using those actuals. And, and I've said this before, like actual production data, for example. So how long things really take if I wanted to oversimplify it. And then where can you use that? So versatile and CraneView right now empowers superintendents before anything else, but impacts through that ability to see and measure uh, pretty much impacts everyone on the job site. We're barely scratching the surface of how this exact same information impacts everyone else that, that you just mentioned. And we do know that it does. And we do know that there's better way to do your schedule, and there's a better way to plan your next project when you start to have a those data sets. that honestly, I think first of all is maybe two percent, you know, down where it comes to how we utilize the in- incredibly reliant and reliable and consistent data sets that we can get out of a job site in a non-intrusive way. But also, what comes next? Like, how do you use that to not just Empower the people and create proficiency by the way in data driven decision making in the field, but create the same proficiency and joint understanding as to what it takes to build better, plan better, uh, get that transparency across the board. By the way, great teams work with full transparency, and I think for our industry, there's so much more that we can do to create transparency and trust through transparency. I'll say the disjointed that you're referring to starts with, do we really have trust on job sites? Uh, Not just different interests and fragmentation, that where is the trust on a project from the day we started planning it until we handed it over and there's real people using what our industry has built. This is the best industry in the world, like that. We're building real things that we could look back and say, like, hey, I was a part of that. And it's incredible. There aren't many people that can say that and and look back and see things years and, and dozens of years and hundreds of years sometime later.
0: It's it that it's the amazing part of what we do because um as you push those things forward, it's not just what you know versatile is able to do now but it's the ability to surface that information to allow cuz i mean i'm, I'm going to draw together a few things you said one of the things was you know I, I don't like the term single source of truth because my truth is my perspective right and my my perspective is mine so my truth is mine so that's not going to be the truth but a, but a single source of data so that i can see it through the set of lenses that i have and that we can sit those same groups down and look at it through those lenses and really have a discussion and an open and honest um, dissonance around do we do it this way or do we do it that way? And what have we learned? And then what do we value? And it And then not only have an impact on the current project we're on, but the next project and then the next project, right? We're currently every project we do it's the only time we ever do it, and the first time you do anything's the worst time you do anything. So we literally build it the worst every time if we don't somehow create an environment and break down the disjointedness to build better every time we build. Then we've really created something. So not only are we impacting our current jobs, we're we're affecting our our future jobs, and it, and in that, you know. If you're looking at this from my perspective and you're you're opening up these conversations, where else should I have these conversations? How else can can disjointed here bring out opportunities?
1: hmm Uh there, there's so many. I was nodding as, as you were talking because like uh, this is the power of the power of data. And you're right, it's not a single source of truth, but a single source of data, and that is an objective way of looking at things, right? Because if installing this steel beam took you this long in the same exact breakdown of four steps, for example, then that is the the data doesn't you know change or or get manipulated or like you take it and and use your truth or make your own improvements and decide what part of the process you could actually improve on whether in the field or as you plan but that unlocks so much for so many of those different pieces that are currently not necessarily coming together and looking at the exact same picture and I think that's the real I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm so often I'm more excited about the things we haven't done yet than the things that we have done because as Our industry evolves towards understanding the usability of data. And I think if you go back to the things I've said maybe a couple of years ago as we were just starting, I've always said data is only as good as what you can do with it. That statement hasn't changed. In the field, data is only as good as what you can do with it. But there's so much in the future and what you can do with it that is only unlocked if you actually record and and collect that data right now. And then bring not just the different parts of, of the building environment and the building world together, but I'll, I'll use the opportunity to call upon better collaboration between you know tech providers as well. And that's hard, by the way. I'll be very careful because no one has enough resources to really collaborate. Uh, but even at, at the, at the ID level and, and sharing what we're seeing in the industry and understanding what we can jointly do for our customers would make a whole difference without writing a single line of code. So I'm not calling upon code collaboration. God knows that's impossible. But if we did actually just look at, again, eliminate the fragmentation, look at the holistic view and understand what we could do for our customers, there's so much power to be created, and to be handed to the people that we all aim to serve. Uh, so that gets me excited because we haven't done that yet. But we're unlocking it as we speak, as you and I speak, and, and we've spoken in the past as you say, I, I see this evolve You know, day after day, week after week, definitely month after month, and even over the years. It's incredible to watch what our industry is capable of and, and where we still have to go.
0: I agree with you, and and something you said there is is you know to to use that data to inform, and 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 I'd actually challenge that it's a willingness to use that data. Um, there's a trepidation, there's a fear uh, around using it, and you came to that before. It's because we don't trust one another, right? That that we were driven in this former environment around only allowing and sharing the information that couldn't get us in trouble. And now we're entering the age of a a willingness to share the information because it's the best thing to do to provide a better product. And ultimately, you know, why would a podcast that's powered by a software want to bring other software in? It's because we think that if you can do this and do it well, then and collaborate, right? This is a collaboration. We're not writing a line of code. We're having a conversation. We're going to have more of those. Because it's ultimately around unlocking the true potential of the industry as a whole. We're not even knocking. I mean, we're barely knocking on the door of the potential of the people and the industry that we service. I agree. And I think as we move these conversations forward, we have that opportunity to, to leverage that current disjointedness and start to bring it together. Right, because that unlocks just unlimited capabilities. Oh yeah, and and you're right. I mean, I get a, a fantastic joy out of providing software and providing technology and advice to people that build the world around us. I don't build that world around us, but I get to be a part of it. And I, you know, maybe in that. Pretty soon we're going to be the whole alphabet, but in there we put S for software too, you know, or T for technology. I don't know which one it is, but but really it's focused around solving a problem. Yes. And you have an experience with this, especially given you know the family background and then the experiences when it goes wrong, and then your experiences in in insurance. You know, if somebody's listening and they're just they're hanging on to the old way, what would you say to them?
1: Ah, huh, wow! Um, take your time, but probably not too long to to figure it out is is the first thing I'll say. Um, there will be a, a distinct advantage uh, to those who. Who move faster? it's funny because i i i say that often where it comes to our industry's ability to scale for example and i think it goes to an earlier point that you made about every project being so unique that we're literally doing it for the first time uh, it goes through the way the team are comprised and all of that but when you start bringing data into that you're, you're eliminating some of that fragmentation and and maybe every team could be just as good as if it's the second time they're doing it if they're based on you know the right data the right understanding of the process and i'll always go back to process because process downright can empower teams even if the team members change right but with that our industry needs to and and those who are skeptic by the way i'm my my probably my um the thing I enjoy the most is take something, someone that's extremely skeptic that says, you know, we've been doing this for a million years. We don't need anything and say, oh, my God, like, I, A, I want to record your best practices before anything else. I just want to make sure this is captured. But when that person turns around to say, I'll never build without you again. I'm like, wow, can I record you? Right. <laughs> like, And that, that happens again and again and again. So I'll say, if you're a skeptic give me a chance and it's not me as in versatile by the way it's me as like give whatever it is that you're looking at a chance and then i'll say as 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 a as a bigger message it's funny Jeff. i don't think we haven't spoken for a while and, and versatile has um has done a, re- a relatively uh, big series b and i found myself speaking to our customers about it and saying hey guys like this our industry was literally rendered non investable not too long ago because of that perception of skepticism and 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 inability to to adopt uh and and kind of like evolve with change we're all proving them wrong right now like that what we're seeing and and the amount of of capital being kind of like invested again not just in versatile marks you know To an extent, me being right, because I remember telling those investors, you guys have no idea what you're talking about, right? Like, this is the industry to invest in. It can and will adopt really, really fast. And at the same time, and maybe maybe the, the final point on this will be, despite skepticism, find the things that you want to um, explore. And then as soon as it's proven valuable, even if it's just a week and you're like still... I'm sure, or a month or however long it takes, you know, to, to get there, start scaling really, really fast. Don't look back because the pattern of let's do an 18-month pilot that is very much the way um, our industry kills technologies um, will kill the ones that are uh, not where versatile is, for example. By the way, that that cannot, you know, impact us anymore, but I remember being smaller, right, and and But more importantly, if you take the time to invest in something and you get the right level of belief, and it doesn't take 18 months, trust me on that one, scale it because the risk of being late to the game, and this is a game, and we're all competitive here, and the risk of not getting the, the return on investment is far greater when you take too long to experiment than if you actually scaled something and it didn't work out that your risk is capped like yes you'll you'll pay money but the, your risk is capped and your return is so much greater we all need to start moving faster and faster and faster and keep proving me right where you know where it comes yep. to venture capitalists
0: <laughs> well and 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 i and i agree with you we were we were close <laughs> to that and 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 i came here because i believe it's 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 an environment for not only the investment but the the I think the cap, we don't even know where that is. I think no, that's so far off. And you're right. I mean, I talk about this a lot, and I'm a big fan of this. We do play a game here, but it's an infinite game, and the rules can change yes. at any time. And if you take too long in analysis paralysis, which I had on another show, you're going to end up falling behind the eight ball, and somebody's going to come along and eat lunch for you. So, Oh, yeah. With that, get ahead
1: when you can. Yeah, get ahead, get ahead when, when, you, when can. you
0: can. I, I fully agree with you so with that Marav, I want you to, to let everybody know where they can find you where they can connect with you how they can learn more about what it is you're up to uh, so let them know
1: sure so uh versatile.ai is really our, our website and uh, let's talk at versatile.ai would be the best way to get in touch with us um, and I'll say just uh follow us on LinkedIn as well just versatile and um, let literally let's talk I think we We can do so much together.
0: Uh, I think you're absolutely right. And I've appreciated the conversations up till now. And I appreciate that we're going to have more going forward. So thanks to everybody for listening in today. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Disjointed. Remember to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss our first full season. To learn more about Disjointed or read the show notes, just stop by disjointed.fm. This show is brought to you by Join, the decision-making platform for the built environment. Learn more at join.bilt.